Hi, I'm Oki, and welcome to Tell Me About Your Book. Welcome back to another episode of Tell Me About Your Book. I'm really excited to be talking to author Sarah V. Zook because her recent publication of a book called After Love, which is a paranormal romance, is it's so fascinating to me. But she has so many other books under her belt, but this is her most recent one. Hi, Sarah. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? Thank you so much for having me. I'm good. Thank you. I'm excited that we're finally here. I'm getting to talk about your book. So yes, yes. <laughs> Where are you, Sarah? Just curious. I am in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Oh, okay. So let's talk about your most recent book, After Love, which a lot of people seem to be really enjoying it. It says it's a human and an angel falling yes. in love in the midst of angels and demons. All that already is so intriguing. Can you tell me more about this book? So basically, I wanted to write a book based off of a death angel. I thought the idea of, you know, what if there are supernatural beings watching over us that we can't see? And there's that whole other world that's invisible to us, the human race. So I thought, what about combining the two worlds together that the death angel was supposed to go do his job and take somebody's soul, but couldn't because he fell in love with that soul. And how would that disrupt the two worlds and the natural progress of everything coming together? So I came up with this idea and then I broke it off into two sections. The first section is the woman's point of view. And then... She basically starts out with her not remembering where she is, why she's there, and this other man telling her that they're in love, and she doesn't believe it. She doesn't like this man. He's very cruel. And then her figuring out why she lost her memory, and then the second part is Angelo, and he's the death angel. It takes the story back into the past of how this all came to be. This is so, I, can I watch a movie of this as well? I want to <laughs> yeah. read your book and then turn it into a movie. And... Right, right, yes. <laughs> it, was just, it, was, it was fun to write too because, you know, with paranormal, yeah, you don't have boundaries. And right. yeah. <laughs> I like to incorporate, like this book especially, I incorporate not just angels, but demons, demons. and some witches too, yes. Oh, wow. This is so awesome. This is so cool. (laughs) How was it writing the two main characters since they're so different from each other, but yet they're connecting in one way or another? How was the writing on that? I feel like the first character, I gave her the name Ruth in the beginning, which is not her real name. And then you find out her real name. You know, she was kind of lost and she's just, you know, she, she didn't ask for any of this. She's in the midst of like being abused by this guy that says that they were together before. I also incorporated these characters that at the place that she's staying at, they're all dressed alike and they're wearing the same things and it's very robotic. And she's just trying to piece everything together, but nobody will tell her what's going on. So 
her section was very different because it was more like she was in the dark, you know, and she was in turmoil. And then when you get to Angelo's part, I felt like it was so much, it, it was fun. You know, it was getting to see how this, you know, he's supposed to be like, you know, kind of like a badass guy, how he falls in love with somebody and then it turns his whole world around that he wasn't expecting. And then I get to incorporate all the characters and how it came to be. So very two different sections to the story. I love reading from two different worlds like that. And like you said, it kind of it kind of collides and we get to see like the conflicts, but like the hopeful parts of the book. This is this is definitely something that I would totally want to sink my teeth into. Absolutely. Okay, good. Yes, I feel like too, like you got like, you try to dive into the women's brain. Right. And and then you get to his and it's a totally different perspective of right. how he's feeling and how he doesn't want to feel this way. But he's really conflicted of now what does he need to do from this point now? Right. Yeah. So oh, he's going to cool. get in trouble with this other supernatural. Like he's going to, he's getting in trouble right. with both heaven and hell. That goes deeper than than anticipated there. Was yes. there one or the other character that was more difficult to write? Yeah, I feel like to try to find the depths of how Ruth had to interact with these women that wouldn't give her the time of the day and this man that was so abusive to her. I felt like I had to get into a different headspace for that because she was abused. And I had to get into that headspace of how somebody would feel being that trapped. And they lock her in a room sometimes. And I just had to get into a different mind space for that because Angela is more freeing because he has power, so to speak, and she was just so helpless. So I felt like hers was definitely more difficult to write. And I, and I felt like it took me a little while to get on to that before I hit where I really wanted to be with her emotions. Are you done with these two characters did you feel this was completed once you finished the book or did you want Ruth and Angelo to kind of continue on a on a path for another book or so forth, trying to get you to do a series here? <laughs> I'm honestly terrible with finishing series. And I know this. And um, because I get so distracted by another idea in my right. brain to write another book. So <laughs> I wanted to make this one because I haven't written in seven years, like published a book. So I wanted to make this a standalone, but I've had so many people reach out and ask if it would be a series. And I'm not, there's so much more I could dive into with this. I'm not saying that it's not possible in the future, mm -hmm. but it's not on the schedule for the next, I would say two years, probably okay. if I went back to it, but it's a possibility. Yeah. You mentioned that you haven't written in seven years. Can you tell me about your works before After Love came along? Basically, I I go back and forth with just whatever whatever idea comes to me. I can jump from I think my first one was Strange and Skin trilogy. That is a finished series that was more fantasy. Right now, like right now, I'm writing a romance novel without the paranormal. I jump back and forth from those because I have the Push and the Pull series, which are just straight romance. 
And I have, um, I wrote a mobster series. It's just kind of whatever idea oh, pops into my cool. brain. I have one children's book, just kind of whichever way the wind blows that for that idea. I was in the middle of Pennsylvania in the middle of nowhere. And I felt like there was not much to do out there. Mm-hmm. My kids were toddlers. They weren't into sports and everything. And I felt like I could just have the time to write. And then we moved to Pittsburgh and, you know, the kids were a little older and they were, you know, you have to run them everywhere. And it's very <laughs> social, very social out here. And, <laughs> and, you know, I feel like we're always getting asked to go do things. It's just a little bit harder to be disciplined, to sit down and write. I really thought I was done, but then mm-hmm. this idea came and I just, I had to write it. So I'm back into the book world and I don't think Yay. I'm waiting with yeah. I'm so glad to hear that because looking yeah. into your past books, they're they're all different in a way that like one's romance, the other one, like you said, the mob series. And now with After Love with a paranormal romance, I mean, I'm getting all the like the good parts of all the romance genre, I think. I think this is I'm so glad you're yeah. back then. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yes. I definitely have to incorporate romance in all my books because I only like to read books with a little bit of romance in them. Right. You know, you have to have a story around it, but I like to incorporate that. I always joke around that even just regular fantasy books or even action adventure books, there's always romance in there. And I always right. like to point that out. So I, I appreciate that. <laughs> right. Right. And, you know, I know I have you know, male friends that are like, oh, is it just, you know, is it just romance? And I was like, it is, but there's a story around it. You know, it's not just. So I I don't think romance authors get enough credit because uh, there's some, there's some weird stigma that it's, it can be cheesy or it can be this and that. And I absolutely don't think so. There's so much more to it. There's wonderful stories and conflicts and, and troubles and I think it's fascinating to read. I agree. I agree. (laughs) What else can you tell me about you as an author, Sarah? Basically, I've always wanted to be a writer since I was a little kid. I went to school for it. And, you know, they don't teach you in college how to be a published author. And, you know, they really don't. Luckily, I feel like, you know, with technology and everything, you can kind of do your own thing nowadays and build up your own audience. I like to have free reign over my covers and things like that. And, you know, like I said, it's basically like I just don't stick to a genre. I don't like to read just one genre. I've had people ask me if I could write a horror book and I'm like, I maybe, you know, maybe. <laughs> I just like to have a variety as an author because you know, I don't want to be writing the same story over and over again. So I like to kind of branch out and do whatever because I don't want to get in a rut and just, I feel like I could be repetitive if I stayed with the same genre. And I like to talk to everybody. I like to talk to everybody online. And, you know, if anybody even mentions a book or anything, I like to reach out. I like to communicate with everybody and get to know book reviewers and bloggers. And like, I love the community. It's so much support. I definitely think so. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like to sit back on the sidelines. I definitely like to to dive into the community. What are some surprises that you've encountered with publishing your books? Any sort of maybe publishing advice for newcomers? I think that if you are trying to publish your own book, 
It is a little bit more costly than I think people might go into it thinking it is. I feel like you have to have a good fan base when you get started because I'm starting fresh again with this Mm -hmm. book. I just think you have to be patient. You just be patient. It, you know, if you just have a few people buy your first book, that's great. Some people can't get anybody to buy their book. I feel like reviews are sometimes the hardest thing to get or people get your book and they don't read it right away or they, they put on their TBR list. Right. But, you know, I'll get to it when I can kind of thing. Yes. And I know we're all guilty of putting books on our TBR. I have nothing against self-publishing. I think it's great. I think you have free reign over your own creativity. You know, I just think you just need to be patient for anybody that wants to do it. Build yourself up. And each book, it gets better and better with your name getting out there. You just got to be patient. That's that's like the long game I've heard. Publishing a book is definitely a long game. It is. It is. Like the number one key almost. (laughs) Right. And I feel like the most, like if I had any advice to anybody that wanted to self-publish, make sure you get an editor. Like that is my main thing to say because... You can try to edit your own books, but really your eyes will scan over those errors. You write how you kind of speak sometimes, and it's just great to have another pair of eyes on it. You know, you don't want your first one to go out sloppy because you'll get a reputation from that. So that's my biggest advice is absolutely get like an editor. I like that advice. Thank you for that. You probably will hate this question, but I am going to ask you having just published After Love, but you have the other books under your belt. You Mm -hmm. have to have a favorite. I know it's about it's like asking a favorite child. But is there one book of yours that that you have your heart set on this whole entire time? My favorite book to write was Take Me. And that was the last one I published. It might have been 2016 because and I believe that one was two point of views also. I incorporated original poetry into the beginning of each chapter of mine. Mm. I feel like I put a lot of heart and soul into that book and I got a lot of criticism for the ending. Okay. I'll just go out there and tell you it's not a happy ending. And I've had people that, you know, say every book should have a happy ending because everybody's trying to escape by reading this book. But, you know, real life, if I know it's an escape, but, you know, not always is real life a happy ending. I just really enjoyed kind of messing with everybody with that book. (laughs) So I'd say that's my favorite. That was my favorite. And that was a standalone, too. Man, I hope after love is a little different than a than a non happy ending. It is a happy ending. After love is a happy ending. Yeah. And I actually (laughs) think I'm going to start putting that on the books on Amazon if they are they're not so that people aren't so surprised I remember reading a book a long time ago and there wasn't a conclusion that I expected but we all expected it was a thriller and then I I remember being kind of like mad at the author like how could you I invested all this time but then I thought about it I was like but this is realistic though there's a lot of crimes that did not get solved and and people have to kind of move on After that, after thinking about it, that's when I realized, you know what, if authors do this again, I I respect that. There's a reason you did that. So I'm okay with it. (laughs) Right. If I, I mean, I had a lot of people give me low stars because of that ending and Ah. they were so emotionally invested in it. And then, and then some people, I mean, some people love that. Some people though said they threw their Kindle and I said, you know, if I gave you that much of an emotional response, then I did my job, you know, then I did my job. 
So yeah, I'm okay with it. I just feel like I'm going to start putting that on because... Like fair warning. <laughs> fair warning. Yes, warning. <laughs> but I think people will still enjoy it when they read your other books before that. Maybe, you know, like if they start being introduced to your work with After Love, I feel like once you respect and love the author, then I will read all the books. Yes. So even with a a happy ending or not happy ending. I respect the craft. You know, I expect why you did that. So okay, I yeah. <laughs> I just like to keep everybody on their toes. Like I said, like I don't want everything to be the same. So yeah, I like yeah. I like you doing something outside the box there. Yes. So yes. I appreciate it. <laughs> yes. So Sarah, where can we get your books? So you can get my book on my website, which would be sarahvzook.net. And you can find me on all the social media platforms as my name, Sarah Vizuk. You can find that on Amazon, Facebook. My author page is Sarah Vizuk. And my Instagram is at Sarah Vizuk. I'm on TikTok. If you go to any of my social media platforms, I have a link tree that will take you to everything. So whether you go to my website or Amazon, it should all lead you to all of my books. I'm always excited when authors do that. Just kind of lump everything in one so I can just go to all of it from like one link. So exactly. That's, that's great, it's so actually. much easier. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I want to say thank you for coming by today and talking to me about your books, especially about After Love. I'm really attracted to this whole worlds colliding and human versus non-human kind of thing versus angel. And this is fascinating. And I love the fact that you came back in the book world after seven years so yeah <laughs> especially you've had fans all this time so I know <laughs> found me again and yeah it's it's nice to be back it feels good any last minute thing you want to say before we go today just that I'm working on a few more projects the magic within series will be finished this year and then I also have the romance I'm working on now and I plan to finish up the push and pull series so those will be all coming up within the next year, year and a half. And I appreciate you having me. Yeah, thank you. I want you to come back once you publish another one. I mean, After Love was just done just a few months ago, just recently. And and yes. I'm sure there'll be a lot more in, like you said, this year, next year and so forth. So I definitely want you to come back and talk to me about your future works and stuff. So. Yes, I will definitely do that. Thank you. <laughs> I'm here. Thank you, Sarah. I want to let you go. And I'm so glad to have met you and get to know you because I, I don't have a lot of exposure to paranormal romance. So this is definitely one I want to look into. So thank you. Thank you. Okay, I will talk to you next time, Sarah. Okay, sounds good. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Tell Me About Your Book. Please continue to support indie authors and indie bookstores. And if you would love to support Tell Me About Your Book podcast, you can certainly do so by going to buymeacoffee.com slash tellmepodcast, where just for a price of a coffee, you can support monthly for just $5. There's other tiers too in the memberships and you can look at all the info about it and I would certainly, certainly appreciate it. And of course, there's the other podcast, Books, Cats, and Snacks, where Caddy and I talk all things book and about her cats too. See you then.